0: 5 Attitudes Men Love About Women If you are ready to attract the loving, committed, and long-term relationship that you desire fast, comment below, I am ready. I'm Monty Boyd with Magnetize Your Man, and this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want, desires, and cherishes you forever. Now, if you like anything that you see in my background or what I wear, then give me a thumbs up. Also, don't forget to subscribe for more juicy information. Now, if this video is the bomb.com for you, then do me a favor and share it with a girlfriend or two. I appreciate it. Now, lastly, don't forget to listen to the very end for a surprising bonus that I have just for you. Now, let's dive right into the five attitudes men love about women. Number five. The unicorn effect. Look, I get it, you may be afraid to be called weird or like a freak or in any way, shape or form, come off as inadequate, but that is oftentimes the very thing that a man is attracted to. You see, you're not going to please everyone. Not everyone will like you. As a matter of fact, if everybody likes you, I probably won't trust you. Because that means you're not actually being who you really are. When we are who we really are, we're naturally polarizing. I truly believe that. You know, every time when a person likes about something, uh, that also means there's somebody else who doesn't like this thing about you. And this has something to do with how they grew up, what their developmental stages are, where they got arrested um, in their particular pattern when they were little kids, and so on. So, it has a lot to do with that kind of psychology. It has also to do where they are on the disc, on, on other personality profiling systems that you may have watched. So, why not actually be who you truly are and just dance like a fish? Like, I would dance like a fish, for example. Or I would, I would actually t- tell Brody sayings that didn't make any sense in English, but they made sense in German, such as saddle the chickens, du huna, and so <laughs> so be you because he actually ended up bouncing off my ideas, you know, my sayings, because he had done a lot of improv and he saw it as a personal challenge to actually say yes and. For those of you who studied improv know what I'm talking about. But if you don't know, like improv, like teaches this concept, yes and. And what it really means is no matter what the other person says before you, even if it's totally crazy, like that they're flying on a dragon through the universe, like you can say, this is totally nuts. I would never do anything like it. But you're actually supposed to say yes And he's eating some ice cream while he does it. Or whatever the case may be. And I know, if you were up in a very sort of rigid household where you had to be mature, you couldn't be frivolous or you couldn't be silly, then this is the moment for you to actually break through some of your patterns and step into who you really are. Now, speaking of the universe, let me know in the comment section, where are you watching from? Number four is that a woman has the capacity for intensity. And so visualize yourself on a date. And so what oftentimes happens is that you may say something and you don't know how the man actually perceived it. Is he think you're weird? Um, Is he think you're boring? Does he think fill in the blank? And so that means there's intensity inside of your nervous system because you wonder, potentially you get anxious, potentially you start to have even like hopefully not, but panic attacks in the worst-case scenario. And so when a woman has actually capacity for intensity, that means that she can be in that uncertainty when he doesn't text back right away. However, it also means that she has the capacity to heal hold intense emotions. So she's not afraid of her anger, of her rage, and she, like, owns who she is, right? Like she owns her fire that she is burning inside of herself. And then hopefully, you know, of course, reminds the man that he has that same fire burning inside of himself. Now, at the end of the day, it makes a man not only feel safe because he knows where he's at with a woman, but also it causes a state change, which of course is extremely welcomed. Number three is she has a high charisma quotient. And what that means is that she has a wide range of emotions. And I just really want to explain why this is so important. Because what happens is if she's not stepping into a wide range of emotions, there's something that's suppressed inside of herself. And he somehow knows that. And then what happens is somehow the couple hits a plateau and, you know, nobody really knows why and it's like nothing wrong and nobody did anything bad. But that's the thing. It's not so much like what someone did, but somebody didn't do. And in that particular case, maybe you weren't really stepping into that next level of expression that you really have. Maybe you have an extremely easy time collapsing getting sad. Maybe you're very you're wearing your emotions on your sleeves. You can get sad easily, you can cry easily, right? Just when you watch a movie, you're naturally more an emotional empath. However and when it comes to anger, you may have such a judgment inside of yourself. You're like, I'm never going to be as angry as my dad was, which I hear so many times from my clients. And look, I get it. If you had like a rage monster at your house and you felt so unsafe, you felt so threatened, that the last thing that you want to do is make another person feel this way. So I totally understand it. You have my total compassion. However, like you're suppressing a part inside of yourself because there is an angry part inside of yourself. As a minimum, there's a Frustrated part inside of yourself, there's a rageful part inside of yourself that needs to be integrated. Now, if you don't express that part, your partner won't fully trust you. But he may like you, you know, you may have a lot in common, you may even have kids together, but he won't fully trust you. And he won't be able to put his finger on it. Why? But he can sense just on your body language or how you say maybe side comments sometimes, because look. Whatever you suppress will come to the surface in one way or the other. So this is an example of like, you know, when you have charisma, you step into all of your emotions. Maybe the opposite is true. You know, maybe you have no problems stepping into your rage monster, being angry. As a matter of fact, you're making yourself wrong all the time for being so angry and furious and rageful and so on and you wish you were like more softer, but you just don't feel safe. And look, To be totally transparent, that is actually me, right? This used to be really me in that I would be, let's say, at church, and let's say somebody would like play a beautiful song and half of the congregation would cry. And I'm like, did I miss something? Like why are they all crying? And of course, you know, I grew up with a narcissistic mom and an emotionally unavailable dad who had like lots of, um, was raging a lot and was Had a lot of anger issues, right? So I I, I was like, sadness? No, I just, I was just almost becoming stoic. I was almost becoming like a rock. And it's almost making people who were crying wrong. Someone's like, what is wrong with them? So that would be the silent judgment. And you want to watch out for that, that I was projecting onto them. I was like, there's something wrong with all of them, right? Like, I I don't know what their childhood issue is, but. You know, clearly, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on there, right? But I didn't realize until I started to really do my deep level somatic work with many different incredible coaches and guides that really helped me to step into my sadness. So, I'm not saying it doesn't take work, but I'm just saying that when a man just experiences sort of that wide range and he feels safe to express this wide range himself, and again, you're not predictable. Yeah, and this is actually when you live authentically. When you live authentically, you're not predictable. Because Don Miguel really says it best. We are the unknown to ourselves. So if a man is trying to figure you out, you shouldn't be able to do that because you can't even do that yourself. Now, number two is when she is self-invested. Now, one of the most controversial quotes that I have, that I truly, truly believe in, is that the quality of men that you attract into your life is directly proportional to the relationship you have to yourself. So, hello, let me break this down for you before you blow up. And so, what I mean by that is that we have connections to different parts inside of ourselves. So for example, we may have like this part inside of ourselves, that's completely so compassionate, so other focused, so caring, right, and so on. However, we're really sacrificing the connection to ourselves. So maybe we're actually not that compassionate to ourselves. Or maybe, like I was just bringing up in the other example, you're actually beating yourself up when you are enraged, and you're like, I should have never been this way, now I threatened everyone, now everyone is going to leave me, right? Or maybe you're breaking into tears, and you would judge yourself as, oh my gosh, now I'm like the burden. I'm like too much, too complicated, like a man is like, oh my god, I can't hold that, it's way too emotional, too much for me, and all of that, and You know, when you have those stories, like, then you actually don't have this healthy relationship to yourself. And then whatever judgments you have towards yourself, that's when you usually attract in a man. Now, if you're like, no, auntie, that's actually not true, then let me give you another example. Maybe you attract liars. Maybe you have attracted cheaters. Maybe you have attracted a narcissist. And you're like, auntie, I could be nothing further away from being a narcissist. And now, this is actually um, a little bit... uh, little bit different so what that means is right so the narcissist he's wearing sort of a mask because he's pretending to be someone that he's not and so is a cheater a liar and so on now what happens is you actually learned in your own childhood and this is all coming from of course um Lots and lots of years of studying developmental psychology and understanding the somatic responses of that underneath as well, the nervous system responses underneath as well. But what happens is that you actually start to put on a mask yourself. Yet you think you need to be more compassionate, and you think you can't be direct, and you think well, you can't like say something like this, this would be offensive. So in that moment, you put on a mask. Now, because you're wearing a mask, even though it's for a different reason than a narcissist, you will attract someone into your life who's also wearing a mask. So, of course, the only solution out of this is, of course, taking off the mask, And that's why I'm here. And finally, number one, very simple, it's acceptance. But let me expand on that a little bit more. Look, it's very easy to be accepting when you're in a good mood, when you're happy, everything is going hunky dory. But I'm talking about those moments where things are not going well, where your guy totally messed up, maybe he just brought the wrong eggs from the grocery store, or maybe your car broke down on your trip to, to the mountains. You know, and you could have like any reason to blame him, like, why didn't you put the car in the shop, or, you know, didn't you see this coming, and, you know, why is the car, you know, you could, like, just project your sense of helplessness and powerlessness onto him and blame him. Now, in that moment, you have actually a huge leverage. Because that's actually a test. It's an unconscious test that your man will take you through. Which, by the way, I have a whole video on here, um, how men test women, how we test men, and so on. So it's not like, oh, he's doing that from an evil, malicious uh, perspective. But rather, it's so unconscious. It's so unconscious because life just happens. Life is actually the test, if you will. And so, if you are actually in a place where, you know, let's say the car breaks down and you get to actually say... Hey, what an incredible opportunity to enjoy the sunset while, while sitting on the top of the car or whatever it is, right? But you just find like some sense of humor with that. You accept him. You know, like there's weaknesses that every single one has and including yourself. Now, for you, it may be like a totally different area. Maybe you're super competent, you're the best map reader, you're the best planner, right? But maybe for you, it's something emotional. You know, maybe it's something relational. It could be so many different ways where you're, you know, maybe you're not walking on eggshells. Maybe you're you're like super direct and it can be like a little spiky. There could be so many different reasons where you're also sort of relying on the grace of acceptance from your man as well. So that's a huge test because when you're actually accepting of him, when he makes a mistake, he's going to adore you forever because he knows that he's safe with you. He knows that he can have a second try. He knows that he can take risks. He knows he can put himself out there and then he's still going to win with you, which will actually make him effort more, not less. And lastly, for those of you who stayed until the very end, here's our surprise bonus, which is when a woman is edgy I'm just wearing those edgy earrings <laughs> right now and edgy I'm really meaning like spiky like she's not afraid to set boundaries she's not afraid to disagree she doesn't need to be liked all the time Right. Like, so she has like this adventure spirit inside of herself and she is like sort of almost like has a little bit of a rebel side inside of herself. Now, I understand that everybody's a rebel. Uh, Some people are conformists and they love to be, they love to know what the rules are. They like to follow into the rules, right? This is sort of the the S and the C on the disc, for example. Um, So, of course, like if you're that by all means, but there's always a part inside of us that's a little spontaneous. There's always a part inside of us that's like, I wonder... If I were to do that, or I wonder what would happen if this would occur, or whatever the case may be. And so she has no problems, like just really leaning sort of into that edge. Now, let me give you another example. Edgy also means like she is not afraid to share her most vulnerable, scary parts inside of herself, right? So maybe she says, "Um, you know, I have like, you know, I I remember when I started dating my husband and I said, you know, I have something called... um, a rage monster inside of myself. And she's a little distractive. So in that moment, that was actually really edgy of me to say it was very hot because I risk to lose him. You know, for him to say, wow, I better I better run now um, and not later. However, because I was so honest with him, and there's so many different examples I could bring you, he was actually getting more curious. He's like, Oh really? So I'm curious, like when does this rage monster what you call it show up and then I was like oh I never asked myself this question like when does she actually show up it's <laughs> an advantage when you date a coach right <laughs> when coaches date each other <laughs> those are the conversations we're having but um but I've seen this with many clients as well that are not in the coaching space who are just like vulnerably sharing what's really going on for them and how they want to destroy something and where the man even just coming from Normal industries and we're not coaches or anything like that. One was, I think, an engineer or something. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Like, tell me more about this part. Like, why are you doing that? And, like, not from a place of notice how the tone of my voice was. It wasn't like accusatory and it wasn't like, You're so stupid and who do you think you are? It was just like, Yeah, wh- why are you doing that? I'm really curious. Like, so there's like this curiosity because the man feels safe, but also intrigued. Now, by now, you may have discovered that a lot of the attitudes that men love about women is some version or another of being authentic. Now, I broke it down a little bit more. What does that actually mean? What are some of the angles and perspectives of being authentic? And I think the reason why is because authenticity is exciting. It's intriguing, but it's also raw. It's real, and it reaches the depths of a man's core and being. Next, if you haven't yet, take my free love quiz and virtual coaching session to get a committed, long-term relationship that you desire fast by simply hopping over to getlovequiz.com or simply click the link right here in the description and comments below. Lots of love, ladies, and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.